is naturally the middle of this conversation right now. It is, yeah. The middle of this conversation, talking <laughs> about how about we want to begin. Tail. Yeah. <laughs> how we want to begin this webcast. Not webcast. We're not webcasting. Podcast. It's casted via pod. You yeah. know what I, I think is funny? Because podcasts are literally called podcasts because of iPods. It's weird. Doesn't like, seem right. Is that a thing? It, it 100% is a thing. It's uh, factual. I do like it better than just saying internet radio. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, so this is episode two of Script Prompt 2, right? I believe so. <laughs> as yeah. far as I know, it's number two. <laughs> I did a couple episodes with you guys, well, uh, you know, last week. They're mostly by myself and my cats, and we're just like <laughs> yeah. meowing it out, and it's just, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so Script Prompt 2 is a bi-weekly podcast where... Uh, the three of us, uh, myself and Paul and Sam, uh, we brainstorm a script, film, or television uh, concept from start to finish based on some creative prompts that we draw from a cup. Um, last week, not last week, but <laughs> last uh, a couple of weeks ago, we filmed our, or recorded our first episode, which uh, was about um, Liam Neeson, you know, fucking a bunch of dudes in in <laughs> alabama or something arkansas it, it was not arizona you know, that specific it, it, it was yeah. just yeah. it was just you know it was a gay porn starring liam neeson yeah he taught he taught those men how to love yeah he did that's what it was about yeah it was erotica it was erotica like, i was it, hardcore erotica. i think it was you know it was erotic but it was also just like real yeah you know i saw myself in Liam Neeson's balls. Which one? Or both? <laughs> both, both. Obviously. They're very shiny. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> talking about that, I, I afterwards I kind of because we had we had talked about the rumor that Liam Neeson had done a porno, and I and I was interested because I know I heard that I heard that like you know when Star Wars came out back in the nineties or whatever, and uh, but I tried to find like reference to whatever porn he did on the internet and I just uh I couldn't find anything so I think that uh obviously Liam Neeson went taken on the internet he's like uh, I don't know who you are but if you don't take my porn off the internet I will find you and I will kill you that was a great impression yeah <laughs> oh, I thought he was here <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson be. in the building um <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> I did watch uh, the report the other night. I was trying to watch both the movies we talked like both of your movies. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. before tonight, but like last night I, I was gonna watch Parasite, but I was just I had a you know shoot and it's been a busy week and I just was so beat that I didn't get around to watching it. But I did watch the report on Tuesday and I enjoyed it. Unfortunately, I don't have anything to say about Parasite because. <laughs> well, good. I haven't watched it. It's a good flick. <clears throat> you should watch it. Yeah, it's about a parasite. Yeah, that's cool. I watched like I don't know fifteen other movies besides yeah, no. the ones you guys talked yeah, definitely. about. Definitely. <laughs> I watched um, ongoing research for a, a possible documentary I've been uh, working on um, about alien abduction. So I watched a number of alien. Ab- abduction things because it's just uh it's research whenever my wife finds me watching a horrible alien movie i'm just like i'm doing research (laughs) i don't enjoy it (laughs) yeah i enjoy it (laughs) i wanted to watch the abyss with my wife and while she was doing some other stuff i was like well let me watch those other movies that came out like the same year that are about the exact same thing Almost. There's uh, Leviathan with um, Peter Weir. Or, is that his name? The guy from Robocop. Weir or Wire or something like Wire. that. Yeah. I'm blanking on his name. Anyways, yeah, Robocop underwater. And there's a big... Uh, oh, wait, no. His was um, some Russians were doing genetic testing kind of thing. And then the other one was Deep Star 6. They're like building a platform for uh, nukes at the bottom of the ocean and um, they open up a cavern in this humongous lizard frog monster that's you know 20 feet long and 
also really small somehow sneaks into their their like underwater lair and starts like eating people. It's really weird. This is it has like a, it's 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 so the special effects were done like by um, Stan Winston who did like the thing. So there's parts where like they cut off pieces of it and then it grows to this huge fucking thing and oh. starts eating people and like you know it goes after the blood and basically consumes it to get bigger. It's really weird. I never watched The Abyss, but I ended up watching these other two just to kind of <laughs> get some background on the other ones that I just never seen because The Abyss is so good. I was like, uh-huh. I'll finally watch this other crap and have some kind of reference. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, I saw 1917 uh, oh, yeah. the other day. Went to uh, the Parkway Theater and saw it, which yeah. if you live in the Baltimore area, highly recommend going. It's really cool inside. Now they know where we live. <laughs> in one <laughs> uh we don't live in that city i was just there um but no uh the theater was built in like 1915 or something so i now saw 1917 and a 19 mm-hmm. but it's like you know so pretty nice. elaborate inside and um it was really good i won't That's spoil cool. it for anyone but um it's kind of made to look like one shot yeah it's not like in real time like night happens and it's only a half hour long night, but um, mm. it's really impressive. Roger Deakins was the cinematographer. Yeah. So just worth seeing what he pulled off. So it is Sam's turn this time. So that means, and and I feel like, I don't know if we were entirely clear on this last time. So I want to kind of establish it a little bit better. We're going to roll on the iPad over here, which uh, just because we don't really have enough room for a dice, um, <laughs> Sam is going to draw the cards uh, based on the number and then he is the creative lead on that pitch. And Paul and I are mostly here just to kind of support him creatively and to throw out ideas to bounce off of him and, and, and work within his you know, script idea. Obviously, he can lean on us for whatever support he needs in that, but th- that's kind of the, the point of this. So I am going to go ahead and roll now. Two. I want to mix them up a little bit. They are thoroughly mixed. Uh, they were all like in a row when I looked in there. Okay, so well, now they're two? mixed up more. Well, I mean, as long as you dig your fingers around in there yourself, it's. I mean, well, I just want to make sure there's like proper diggage going on. There's proper. Two? Did you get two? Oh, oh, son of a bitch. What do we get? <laughs> uh, we got an RV. All okay, right. as a prop. And excessive product placement. Oh, Ooh. fun. All right. Uh, what I was thinking with that is like, you know, like those movies where like you have like Acura in every scene and, and, <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Just it's, kinda... it's like the scene in Wayne's World, but the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I mean, and you could do it. I guess we could do it jokingly like Truman Show where they're like doing um, product placements yeah. in the mm-hmm. in the background of shots as like it's a joke, but it's also like part of the show that yeah, they're on or whatever. Okay. Or you could do it like any Marvel movie where I don't think they have a scene in the movie that I mean, like Robert Downey Jr. is dying and there's an actor in the background. I think <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I think doesn't uh, Mike Myers reuse the whole like product placement thing in uh, Austin Powers Three, like when he breaks into the place and they're doing the thing with like the subtitles. There, he mentions product placement and then grabs like a sprite out of a fridge or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think so. so maybe. Like, I haven't watched like that one in a while, but yeah. And an RV, I mean, what a crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy, uh, this is a proper location. It says prop. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a prop. It is different because an RV as a prop is just kind of like it's in the back, it's like part of a scene, it's but a it's tool. not like it's a tool versus it's a, a setting. setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is kind of hard. I wish I had another clue. Um, I'm going to try to do this as quietly as possible. I need to take this off. I'm sweating to death. It's fucking poncho. I knew that was going to be a bad idea. I didn't think it was going to be so hot in your house. So I think it would be funny to make it a movie that is product placement. Like the whole thing is a big commercial for a product. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's another way to look at it. Like, Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are just like 
giant commercials. Toys. I mean, mostly the cartoon, but like, yeah, you know, the. Uh... So what would be a funny product to make a movie for? <laughs> I, I, I just kind of like throwing them all together. I think there was a movie with Robin Williams called RV. <laughs> and it was plastered on it this like big advertisement for the RV rental and that was like a plot point was that we're getting uh-huh. this RV for free because we're doing advertisement for it but I don't think it was a real company but uh-huh. it's like very similar to just yeah. these two things that's interesting so just because you didn't draw a a uh, setting that's an RV like it just means that in the rules, you don't have to use it as a setting, mm-hmm. but you certainly can. There's no, there's no okay. limits. It's not yeah. like you can't just because you didn't draw the setting. Okay. So this could be like anything. If you want this to be, this is a very some open, kind of like crime story window. or mystery, and then um, you know some clues found in the RV that would like that mm-hmm. would work still. What should the product be? I don't know. Um, I mean, product placement doesn't necessarily need to be one product if you want to have multiple sponsors, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think necessarily that the founder, that Michael Keaton movie about the founder of McDonald's, it, I wouldn't necessarily consider that product placement, even though the whole I thing takes either. place out of McDonald's, right? Yeah, but it's not a. It's not it's more like a. It's not like commercial. It's just a story about how yeah. McDonald's was franchised. Like um, it's not. I feel like product placement most of the time, unless you're calling it out specifically, is trying to be sneaky about it. Yeah, it's like they're yeah. using the products. Yeah, it's like if in Star Wars, at some point, they all get on Max and yeah, they're yeah. like looking stuff up, and it's like, oh, we got the upgraded computer, sir, and Darth Vader's like, very well, and they all are installing yeah. <laughs> these like imax yeah. on the fucking desk are you know that's something like that yeah i mean any of that it's like you know every time you see any product usually that's some sort of you know mm-hmm. subsidy from that company to feature their product <clears throat> in it but i think how much it draws attention to it is is the key point there like it's gotta be mm-hmm. heavy. does like is there like a close-up shot of Someone turn it on with the uh, yeah, with the yeah. BMW logo right there, or yeah. is it like just a car? Is it right? like Talladega Nights, where all the cars have all the sponsors of the movie, mm-hmm. and like redesigned cars that you know touch upon that, or is it like the commercials in Talladega Nights where he's specifically doing it for these random ass products like Big Red, like the fuck Big Red doesn't have commercials on TV anymore, but you know, mm-hmm. it's like something weird. They really should. I mean, whenever I think about eating cinnamon gum, I don't know which one to get. And I think I need, <laughs> which one out of all the dozens, <laughs> I need cinnamon more gums. commercials to, inf- you know, better inform my gum <laughs> chewing, uh, decisions. Yeah. So I, for one, am actually in support of a na- nationwide gum band. I'm not a a band, not band, <laughs> band. <laughs> Be a um, huge band. It's the whole you know, country. I really hate parts. stepping on gum or getting stuck in my jeans from the bottom of a table. And I'm like, you know, otherwise pretty against any government re- regulation. I was say, this is the but, least uh, libertarian thing I've <laughs> yeah, ever right? Yeah. That's the one, because I, I, I believe <laughs> that having gum on my jeans is an infringement on my rights. So. <laughs> How often do you get gum on your pants? I yeah, have, right? I've gotten gum on my pants before. Like on your... Because it was like stuck on your leg? the thing, and I guess it was, it was, and it was like a tight fit, and I guess it was like... It was like uh, still like freshly chewed or whatever, and I and I got uh-huh. caught. Most of the time, it's on my shoe, but I have gotten it on my pants before. Well, stop rubbing your knees on the bottom I of tables. Sometimes, man. Yeah. like sometimes, <laughs> you just don't really fit underneath the things. It's not my right. fault. Stop going to small places. <laughs> Go to larger, large tabled places. Maybe it's a product placement for large tables. Yeah, <laughs> and gun. that could work. Yeah. It can't, but... Well, like, what are... We, okay, so, what are the... Let let's back up. We don't even have, like, a story. We're just trying to, like... I was just listening to you guys <laughs> complain about gum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so how do we want to... I mean, you have two clues. It, the product placement, I mean, really doesn't have anything to do yeah. with the story other than how we use it. I was going to make can. it about the story. Like, I mean, you can, you you can, can make... You can definitely make it about the story. Um, the, the character of... Uh, 
from City Slickers. The who's who's the main guy? The old dude, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, right? Is he the his, old dude? His job in that old. movie was to well, sell now. ad space for products in between, uh. you know, commercial breaks for radio. So you can have that kind of be the job of whoever character you want in this movie. So he's selling ads, but they're for real products and they're also funding the movie kind of like a weird Mm -hmm. corporate meta thing, you know, and then you can make it like, um, um, kind of like nightcrawler where he's trying to get, more and more edgier commercials made for these weird products because it's bringing in the viewers to the TV show. So people are no longer watching the TV show anymore. They're just watching it just for the ads, mm-hmm. kind of like the Super Bowl, but for all the shows this guy like produces. And then there's like another evil ad seller guy on a rival network making edgier commercials for, you know, just as outlandish a product or something like that. And at some point, there's an RV involved. I have a a glimmer of an idea. What if it's um, kind of taking a little bit from the Truman Show, but he's instead of it being a guy who thinks he's living his life, but being stuck in a show, you have a guy that thinks he's on a television show and he walks around and just does random product placements. <laughs> and then, and then just like yeah. Yeah. Gets all weird about like uh, random commercials and the way he talks is just <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I sure love eating big, big red gum. It's just yeah. like, yeah. he always feels like he's in a commercial and, uh, uh-huh. and that's cool. Like kind of, kind of like the science of sleep where he doesn't know when yeah. he's yeah, dreaming yeah, or in yeah. reality, yeah. but like, Whenever he sees a product, he just kind of goes into doing that commercial, mm. and then like you kind of cut back, and it's just him like doing both sides of like the people <laughs> in the commercial. Yeah. People are walking by, like, "What the fuck's up with this dude?" <laughs> I really I like the idea of yeah of it breaking down. Like yeah, I love. I mean, personally myself, I just and like most of my student films want in in this dealt with this with the idea of the separation of reality and fantasy and how that's represented. So like science of sleep was like, love that movie. Uh, you know, eternal sunshine, mm-hmm. like loved it. Uh, King of comedy is yeah. Yeah. basically my favorite movie aside from star Wars. <laughs> like, um, so it really, I do, I do really enjoy that, that, that type of, mm-hmm. because like, it's especially in films. It's so, like you rely on the filmmaker to give you cues, whether they're mm-hmm. visual, whether they're audio, whether whatever of what is real and what's not, or yeah. what's a memory and what's a, you know, a dream or, or whatever. And when, as a filmmaker, you start manipulating your yeah. audience in that way, I just find it really interesting. Yeah. 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 It's like, I was um, kind of thinking, what if it was like the, the film's an ad for a product, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that like makes your life better, like a kind of 21st century thing, like whether it's a pill mm-hmm. that you take or it's like a robot assistant mm-hmm. yeah. or some kind of like, you know, utopian futuristic thing. And you kind of get introduced to it like it's great. But then as the movie goes on, it gets crazier and crazier and goes south. Yeah. And then our main character who's benefiting from it is kind of like on the run trying to escape this. Mm-hmm. thing okay yeah, that's pretty that's cool thought yeah 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 i mean i kind of wonder no not really i'm trying to think it, it has uh i guess i'm trying to think like i was thinking when you're talking about it of that movie uh the sixth day with arnold schwarzenegger where mm. like it starts off in the beginning like advertising this cloning thing which is mostly oh, yeah. for pets yeah and then over the course, he finds out that he was cloned and like uh-huh. know, everything um, gets weird. Yeah. But, um, but that's more of like it establishes in universe that cloning is possible with this like commercial in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then it's it moves on. It's, it. not, it's not a, uh, it, his story isn't necessarily related to the pet cloning service yep. that they, that they're advertising. 
Yeah. I like that though. I like the idea of uh Yeah. It it I just watched um Rosemary's Baby for the first time. Oh yeah. And it just kind of reminds me of that where there's all these hints along the way of you know what can be interpreted from her perspective as there's this cult of witches out to steal her unborn child or she's going crazy just because she's pregnant and she's got that poo brain going on Mm -hmm. so (laughs) she's just a woman yeah right (laughs) so it's like that constant like there's these things that happen throughout where it could be read as both ways and then you don't really know until the end or you leave it ambiguous and you know it is whatever you interpret it as yeah the conversation's the same way too you know like you hear the recording and then at the end it has a completely different Mm -hmm. context need to watch the conversation i have not watched that movie oh no oh no that was two again (laughs) i didn't mean to do that it's just stuck on two Everything's two from now on. <laughs> I don't. I think it may have just yeah. episode re- two. Redid the last one. Episode two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like all those ideas. I don't know which one you want to push forward with yours. I think it's probably. What, yeah, whichever know. one. I think. Well, I this think, is your. Which thing, one's man. easy? It's your thing, so I think uh, this is your episode, uh, man. Your uh, your choice, and I think your idea was pretty stellar. So. It's very stellar. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Which is cast as we do it. I think that will help. I think it helps us. I think it helps unless you're coming up with character names, yeah. which is kind of hard. Uh, yeah, I that, think just let's. Like, uh, who would be good in this? Who needs a big break? Are we? Um, think he's a comeback. Male or female lead? Are we? Are we looking for someone to make a comeback? Someone who's been kind of disappeared for? Yeah, a while let's do back. a comeback. Yeah, I, I, I always want Steve Gutenberg to make a comeback. Okay, Steve Gutenberg. Oh yeah, the Probably, goots. I mean, was Steve Gutenberg ever like? Yes, a start? he dominated the eighties, man. He dominated the eighties. Okay. He was in everything, all the police academies, <laughs> police academy, you know, and then the cocoons. Um, he was in all the baby things with the three men's and the baby. Um, I have no idea who this man is. You don't know who Steve Gutenberg? Nope. Oh my god. The Goots. This the guy goots. don't know the Goots. He's just in Police Academy. No, he's not. That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's like he's in I mean, the Three Men and a Baby. Both of them. There's two of them. Three Men and a Little Girl or something. One like that. man. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then there's two cocoons. He's in both cocoons. Um. And other movies starring Steve Gutenberg. I, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't really care. Oh, or we can. I can go with someone else if you. Uh, I, I can. Throw, I don't know. I can throw him. a couple names out. What about like an old Gene Wilder? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder's dead, right? Yeah, but I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll dig him up. No, um, <laughs> we have we, to do a living. <laughs> we have a a specific card for casting anyone we want, and you did not draw that card, oh. so we are. Uh, I gotta do. Oh, a, I gotta do the living. With yeah, living Rules current police. age. What if we dig him up and puppeteer him? You <laughs> <laughs> can have Bernie Sim. Yeah. And the problem with, I mean, if you just do it for everyone, oh. then that card is completely meaningless. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, yeah. Um, so someone who, who are you thinking, like, 50s or 40s? Well, maybe if they're old, they got 60s. some problems, right? So then they got a, mm. they need some help. Oh, they might have, like, some product. health issues along with this stuff. Yeah. So probably 60s, something around that age. Yeah. Like, almost, like, maybe he's about to retire. Okay. Yeah. If, uh, that is the... Um, what if the thing we're selling is, you know, something that they invented in like, you know, twenty twenty five or something that mm-hmm. stops you from aging, mm-hmm. and he already being old, like, is taking part in it, like to stop. Uh, like and it's then, part of a study, but he's already too old. It's just like yeah. he's just not going to get any older. Well, like I mean, I don't know age. if it's part of a study or just part of a. You know, he was, you know, successful enough in his life that he could afford it. So he's like, all right, I'm a, I don't want to, I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. So I'm 65 and I'm going to just like, yeah, you know, live out my retirement, you know, like collect social okay. security forever now because I'm not going to die anymore. Which I, I mean, once we get to that point, they're going to have to rethink that idea because <laughs> yeah, <it could laughs> yeah. Work old there's no way that, uh, 
I, I think it's time to give like an Oscar to someone who hasn't gotten one. And I'm gonna say, let's go. Um, let's go, Martin Short. I think, I love Martin Short. I think he I can do love him like a dramatic yeah version of this character. He's yeah. due. Right. Like you, right. you look at like Inner Space. There's some funny slapstick yeah. stuff in that, but a lot of that is like actual just drama. And I think um, he would be of that age. He's small enough where we could do some weird stuff mm-hmm. with like de aging him to make him look like a boy. And it wouldn't be like too too far <laughs> off, right? I don't think we're de aging. I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, we don't have to go with that idea, but uh... but you never know, right? Or like, you no, know, I know. I, I like Martin Short. I think uh, I think Sam kind of looks like Martin Short, so we can bring him in <laughs> as the uh, just because we're same height, younger. <laughs> you got kind of the pointy nose, and well, yeah. you're just yeah. you're 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 um you're virile. Tiny men. <laughs> Squirrely men. <laughs> Alright, so Martin Short, he's old, he wants to be young. Mm-hmm. So, what if, like, you gotta go somewhere? There's, like, a colony. So if you get this done, you go to this other place. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And then it's fucking weird. Once you're there. So it's like a... He's trying to escape. So like a utopia yeah, kind of thing, RV. like on the moon or something. Yeah, I don't want to get too uh, to like the island on it, or mm-hmm. maybe there's other things. But I wonder if like they sell you on this, and they have all these people that come back and say like how great yeah. it is that they're, but what they really are are uh, like yeah. clones. Yeah. That were, so like they don't actually de-age you; they clone you and kill off the original. What if it's mm. like this? Or is that too much like that Netflix show with Paul Rudd? Um, <laughs> that just what if it's out? like this? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, yeah. if I had a do-over, would I do something over? So what if you get old and you're like, mm, I wish I had a do-over. Uh-huh. You can pay this money and they'll set up your life to whatever age you want to like start over from. Mm-hmm. And they'll clone like people in your life to pick up from that time. So let's just say, like, yeah, I had a good run until I was like 22. But then I screwed up. Mm-hmm. Take me back to twenty two, and they'll like set up the town, or whatever. And where? Where were they doing? Like, so it's like every place. like all these rich people get yeah. these tiny Truman like yeah. Truman show like little areas, little villages okay. that are full of and clones can, of people they know. Yeah. and you can but start, they get to over. start over at that certain age. Uh huh. And then you get like total recalled. <laughs> they change all your memories. Yeah. We don't change your menu. You're you're aware of it, I think, uh, but you're kind of acting mm-hmm. out. It's almost like the yeah. like Star Trek kind of like beaming up kind of thing. Where yeah, it's like it's a exact duplicate of you somewhere else, and then the original is killed off in the like thing, right? But instead of it being the exact duplicate, it's you with your mind of a sixty-five year old. Are you just but still... now you're twenty-two again? Uh, yeah. Or he, yeah, he takes a pill or whatever and it's supposed to, like, yeah. de-age him. And then yeah, he learns something about life. <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point he, like, figures out that the original him was killed off. And now he's also a clone. And it, he'd never got de-aged to begin with. They just transferred his consciousness and killed the original well, that's him. That's what I was thinking. But yeah. again, I don't know if that... I, I think that some of the concept is different enough from, you know, that Paul... Red thing or whatever. There's that so many movies to... like this. I feel yeah, like yeah, we're crossing we're on yeah one of those. But yeah, like a mini Truman Show, mm-hmm. almost kind of like Westworld. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like they sign up to be like Western people. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched Westworld. I saw the pilot. Oh, but oh. I got the point. Oh, you guys haven't watched a lot of it. There's a lot of stuff in there. That's all right. I'm getting I'm into sure this. there is. I want to. <laughs> I don't know how it compares to the original movie. I haven't watched that either, but I've read about that one. Mm. There's um, a Westworld movie? Yeah, yeah, there's a movie in like the 70s or something? Yeah, so basically um, Michael Crichton uh, wrote Westworld, the movie, um, and kind of came up with this awesome formula for a for a movie where they have a theme park where they invent all this stuff and then it goes all wrong and everything goes bad, right? So we made that for Westworld. It 
was not as you know profitable as I guess he wanted or whatever, but then he reused it for Jurassic Park. Yeah. But in a in a obviously mm-hmm. different then way. And it worked so much better. <laughs> it worked so much better because it's dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. More But the show I think is like awesome. And if you compare the show to Jurassic Park you could see there's similar elements, but they're completely different. There's a lot more stuff, especially in the show. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know about the movie, but they get really deep into some, you know, what is it to be human or real or conscious yeah. and all that yeah. stuff that I don't think they would get into too deep with like a two-hour movie, you know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I've been meaning to watch it for years now, just getting around to it, doing yeah. it, you know. Yeah, but anyway, it's like a place you go, mm-hmm. you pay to kind of act out a fantasy, I guess, of, you know. So this could be that same way, too. Like, I'm old. I wish, you know, I could go back and do this different. So they set it up for you to mm-hmm. to, to do that. And then it gets real weird. <laughs> what are we thinking about for it getting weird? To like, like is the company he paid that sets this up? Are they corrupt, yeah. or is it just something like inherently that concept is crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or is there like a malfunction in in the concept that? It yeah, gets... it just doesn't work. Yeah, mm-hmm. or he makes stuff worse. You know, like he goes to relive stuff, and then it. Mm-hmm. He's just as big as of a jerk, and yeah, he never it up he again. never fixes his life or anything like that. And then he demands stuff to be changed. Yeah, and, it's and then like he like artificially... tries to do it again or something. And then yeah. when you make a copy of a copy, it's a little <laughs> fucked up. And then he just kind of slowly starts deteriorating. Means he's like, "All right, I'm going to start it over again." And then that be his whole like yeah world starts kind of breaking down because they're too lazy to reset the. The clones, so they just, or to well, make new clones for the rest of his world, they just reset them. I wonder so they if have this, this makes double... more sense as a um, as a simulation over a cloned city. Mm. Yeah, you know that could work because like, then it, it's just it's him a, going it makes crazy. Makes more sense, right? And it's I know more that economical this is, uh... for business. <laughs> <laughs> just one guy is yeah. paying for all these clones. Yeah. yeah, we're also making like a business within this movie, and it wouldn't make sense for him to just. Mm. And then clones also have world. free will, yeah, of their own. So then they're just actors, which is maybe distracting. Yeah. But if they're a simulation, then they're just programmed to be. It's a little more focused. Yeah, and I, I think that this is. I mean, there are some uh, existing things that kind of delve into this a little bit but uh maybe not in the same way Mm -hmm. like black mirror touches on it a little bit but i kind of like the idea of you know he enters into this simulation and then you know maybe he has some control over you know how often like if he redoes things or whatever and maybe during that process he restarts you know, so often that the program itself starts breaking down or mm-hmm. there's some sort of, yeah. um, like, I think it'd be cool. Know. Like, you know, the main stimu, like the main reason that he wants to do this, maybe like he got divorced or something. Mm-hmm. He wants to go back to when, you know, that fight when they broke up and say the right words. Well, I think change the whole thing or something. Right. I, I think it, it, instead of like a divorce kind of thing, cause he's like an older man, and or I guess it could be a divorce, younger. but it, it just kind of seems uh, kind of similar to like Scrooge with Bill Murray. Yeah. Where it wasn't necessarily a divorce, like it's still kind of amicable, but they both had kind of like different life paths. And he could have gone and done charity work with this woman, but instead he decided to go work for this other guy and then it made him this corporate monster with. Be the Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, right? It's yeah. like a different kind of tale or take on Scrooge. Yeah, or maybe it's younger, like I don't know, high school sweetheart or something. Something like that, where it's just like a simple thing. Yeah, he like thinks he's gonna go in and do something great, and then he tries to do it again, and it just ends up the same way. And then he stops the simulation, get pauses maybe, and he can talk to yeah the AI that runs it. Yeah, like what was that? Let's start over. Yeah, and he just keeps replaying it. Maybe there's like an easy mode. Mm -hmm. 
And he's and like, can you just all manipulate the this? There's advertisements for yeah. Yeah. the service that he's in. Yeah. And you can you can make it multiple ways. So say he's like 65 and he wants to go back to when he was 30 and it was a divorce. And he's like, this isn't fixing anything in my life. And he goes back to when he's like 20. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, it was me breaking up with his girlfriend and not going to do charity work with her. And then it goes back and he's like 16. And his dad's like beating his mom. And he goes in and finally like stands up to his dad. And there's like all these things kind of slowly going back in time until he's trying to try him Ooh. trying to fix it. But he's just not. He just can't fix his life. You know? yeah. I wonder if there's a way to tell the story in that we conceal and maybe this is just too predictable but we conceal the fact that he's part of the simulation at this point like through most of it like that's a reveal mm-hmm. so you have all this ad, ad, this ads going on through all of these different stories that you're yeah. watching of like different people at different ages and then is there a way to to reveal at some point that this is all simulation. Yeah. The whole movie was kind of a simulation. You might have to do it up front, I think, for it to... Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Like, I'm wondering if if you're seeing these stories kind of, you know, intercut, Mm -hmm. you know, and then at some point it kind of reveals that, but I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how well that would work. That was just kind of a thought Uh, of that a little bit Interesting, like, once you're in the simulation, you can buy stuff. You can buy upgrades, or... upgrades and things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do you want to do this? And he's like, yes. You're thinking that buying things will make stuff different, you know? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to be athletic? Yes. Like improving him. Yeah. Self physically. New car. So you can get a better be car because that costs yeah. twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then he thinks like. Like that buying this stuff, like you know, you think like, oh, if I just had this, things would be so much better. Yeah, yeah. Like if, it, it doesn't if, make any difference. If he had a certain car at like thirty-five, he would have got a promotion over another dude that had that car or something like that. Yeah. So he upgrades it, and then it kind of degrades a little bit of whatever was going to happen, and it doesn't turn out the way he wants. So he's like, all right, we set it to a couple years. It's got to be this other event. What kind of one of the things that interests me about this that that makes it not just like we're watching you know, click or it's a wonderful life or even Mm -hmm. like a butterfly effect with him Mm -hmm. constantly going back and trying to change it and making things worse is the idea that eventually it grows out of this person's trying to change his life thing and things just get like batshit surreal. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, so there's a genre switch there, right? There's like this sci-fi, like, learning how to value your life thing but then like halfway through or, or three quarters of the way through or whatever it switches to something else in all entirety yeah. and like what mm-hmm. is that i'm thinking like everyone in the simulation is like trying to kill him or something like that but maybe that's too predictable i don't know but um, i was just thinking kind of like make himself the antagonist to this uh-huh. like if he mm-hmm. he goes back with very wholesome intention yeah. Something yeah. that we can all identify with, be like, ah, if I had one other shot yeah. at that, like with some kind of personal relationship, mm-hmm. he goes back and then somehow gets distracted. And if there are like upgrades mm-hmm. in this, right? So he's like reliving his life. Yeah. If there's upgrades and he just ends up becoming like rich and just doing yeah. a crazy amount of drugs and going to like really insane mm-hmm. parties and completely neglecting what he went there in the first place. Yeah. And ends up just completely going down this rabbit hole in the simulation that just kind of goes beyond what could happen in reality, right? Like, yeah, he just okay. kind of ends up in this weird kind of yeah, extra like, realm where he's just... You're, you're like getting to this, like, Terry Gilliam. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's what happens. He, yeah. he joins a sex suicide cult, and then once <laughs> he, he, he enters... You know, once he yeah. swallows the the juice, he uh, his uh, the afterlife in this simulation is just like bizarre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or he like breaks the code somehow, and he's just uh-huh. yeah, like goes in some weird. Yeah, there's this movie, The Thirteenth Floor, where it's kind of like these people are living in the simulation, but one guy kind of like figures it out mm-hmm. that they're not in reality. And he tells a guy, you need to go 
get in the car and drive as far as you can and then go even further. Don't stop for any barriers or any limitations. And like, there's this scene where the guy is just like driving and he like busts through this like barricade saying like the roads close and he keeps going up into these mountains and then it kind of opens up into like the desert and then he just sees the end of the world kind of turn into this digital wireframe. Uh-huh. So he somehow gets to that in this yeah. and it, and it glitches. And when they reset it, because like the people outside are like, um, are like, Oh, he's kind of reached the end. Let's reset it. It resets, but it screws some of the code up. So things start to go a little bit haywire in his new reality kind of a thing. Um, I was thinking like maybe the issue with it could be like he's restarting all the time. But like what if you got to pay like to go to the product placement of it, you buy upgrades while you're in it. So mm-hmm. to restart costs mm-hmm. so much money. Eventually he, he runs of... out of money. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no. And maybe it's something like you don't exit until you reach the end. Like you got to play out the simulation. Uh-huh. You got to play it out. You yeah. can leave early get money but he already used those his bank account zero yeah. or something yeah so he's just got to play out the simulation you know yeah yeah i like that like and if I... the simulation happens not in like real time right it's just in his in his mind mm-hmm. so when he leaves the simulation it's not like time changed for him in his physical form so it's not like they're holding him captive or something in a mm-hmm. like matrix hookup or something uh-huh. just he's got to play it out in his mind Maybe at some point, like, like the way out is either to pay to get out or to die, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in the simulation. But maybe at one point, like, early on, before he fucked it all up, he, like, paid extra to, like, never Not die. die. Right? <laughs> like he, yeah, he's just, like, high of his mind on cocaine. Like, yeah, like yeah. I don't, yeah. He's, like, I don't. Immortality. I don't, he, he paid yeah. for the immortality upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he just is immortal and just. Totally out of his mind. So, like, the thing could be at the end, you know, how you always have that weird sci fi, oh shit kind of thing. Uh Is like his appointment, or or like when he went, like, was about to be put into this thing, it was like, it was like 12.30. And then at the very end, it kind of pulls out to the room and it's 12.31. Like, Uh all of this has taken place and he had paid for it to be for like a four week thing. So, like, the entire movie is going to play out every minute. For four more weeks, and then by the end, he's just going to be mush oh. in the brain, you know? Yeah, yeah maybe it is. And so, and one of the characters in there kind of, like, explains that to him. Like, if you do this too long, you'll mm. be catatonic, and they just throw you out because you're brain dead. And so that's he, him trying to kind of fix that over and over again, trying to get to the end of his thing. But there's some broken kind of loop because he broke it his first go-around. And it reveals that it's, like... yeah he's definitely going to just be mush because this is going to go on forever and ever because it works faster than real time. You no, know? I definitely like that. It's only been a minute and he's like lived out all this stuff. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of him paying for an, a lot of amount of time up front. And at that point it's either he goes through the time or, or he dies but I don't know. I mean, I think that I, I think like it the makes death more sense thing is that... just it's a distractor. Yeah, like I think yeah. the the focus of the plot is on him, right? His yeah, experience yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. So if there's a thing like, oh, I'm gonna die in the chair if I don't get out in time, no, no, it completely. No, I'm not worried about that. I'm talking about dying in the in the sim- yeah right. simulation. Um, I don't I don't know how from a business model perspective, unless unless this is kind of like an outer limits. Uh, uh, Black Mirror type thing mm-hmm. where, where the company is actually just you know trying to fuck with you intentionally. I don't see the goal in charging you to end your simulation. Well, early. I, I think they're well, pri- it's so the, awful and you uh, want to get out. Like the thing know? is, yeah, the, yeah. the company is trying to get you to buy these upgrades to do all these different things. Yeah, but yeah. someone in the lab screwed up, and instead of his thing like elapsing to real time for four weeks it's they screwed up just putting like one like extra zero into the computer and now his thing is running like 300 times as fast than it should and so he's like run out of credits to reset anything and he has to live this really fucked up version of the world Mm -hmm. like he 
Like at the end of the movie, he goes to reset it, and he can't because all of his money has been used up. Like he can't, he can't do anything yeah. more than like the credit was allowed or whatever. Yeah. So then no, he's I mean, just stuck as a in some weird fucked some up big thing. asshole. He's yeah. trying to fix things again. But he can't because but he can't, of he's the way more the shape time than he is in his real life. Yeah, so like one dude accidentally double typed a zero, and now it's like it's too fast. And where does this? Where does where does he take this world? Is it like on a on a like a global scale that it's fucked up, or is it, could it be. like that's what I'm wondering? I think I'm it's just in his mind, just in his yeah, well, in just his in world, his, like yeah, his immediate kind of like who I am. You can go mm-hmm. two ways about it, right? You can make it. It doesn't matter because it's a simulation. The stakes yeah. aren't high to anyone else. Like if he screws up the world, yeah, it's yeah. not like no, he's no, impacting no. anyone else. I don't think that, that would be that thing. Like, but if he took it to the point where he's living, he's like trying to live out the rest of his life in like a nuclear wasteland because somehow he started World yeah. War Three or whatever. That would be, yeah. That would I think that just him, takes it like. No, I know. That's what I'm trying to so figure far, out. Where, you know, I want to figure out where. Where does he take this world to the point where he has to resign to his fate, right? Mm-hmm. How yeah. bad does it get is yeah. where I'm trying to figure out because yeah. I think that's an important thing. I think he and, ends up doing so many drugs <laughs> that he breaks <laughs> the thing and he ends up in some weird dreamlike thing where he's yeah. got to confront every awful thing mm-hmm. he did in some weird dreamlike state. Yeah. I think okay. it ends... Like it keeps going in real life, but then the code gets weird and just freaks out. Yeah. We don't know if he's going to live or die. I don't think we need the answer mm-hmm. to that. No. But I it think, just starts getting we... weirder yeah. and weirder. There's like multiple. Like, let's just yeah. say he's got a kid who he treated shitty, right? Well, then he's like encountering like 10 of them or something like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. Like, it just starts getting more dreamlike. It's like, uh, like Agent Smith, like, just like yes. a bunch of them, like, mm-hmm. kicking his ass and with poles looking like rubber. So, yeah. like, I, th- I think he could, like, have this, like, guide, almost like Al for Quantum Leap kind of thing, like, but it's part of the computer simulation. It tells him, you know, this is, you know, has a this percent chance of going yeah. this way. And he does it a couple times, and then trying to like actually fix things and then he's like uh towards the end he's just kind of like i'm gonna go back and then he just starts fucking with everyone but then it really screws up his world and to where you know certain people that were in his life are dead and mm-hmm. he just like started murdering people because it's all a simulation right he's like i hated this guy in school yeah. and he like stabs this little kid and then but then like his simulation starts to like actually fight back in a way that um is not what he kind of anticipated. Mm. And then he's finally kind of gets, you know, to some kind of like situation where he's like, all right, well, I fucked this up enough. I need to reset. And he tells like the little guide, he's like, all right, I want to reset again. And it's like, Oh no, you've reached your limit of all your credits. You can't anymore. And then he's like stuck in that one. Yeah. And that could be. So he's stuck in that one. I I think this is like a black mirror episode too. I don't think this is a feature. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, just put it out I, there. I think a future here would get played out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, I can something see like it. half hour long. Yeah, shorter. Yeah, yeah. I just said smorter. 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 Yeah, like I think it opens like you know he's trying to do the wholesome thing, mm-hmm. then he's quickly distracted by money mm-hmm. and status, and Sex, he's drugs. yeah, like he's living in a big mansion, mm-hmm. he's a big pool. Fast car, he's living out that lifestyle he never mm-hmm. had while just forgetting about the other part, you know, which is probably the problem in his real life. Yeah. But he didn't have yeah. that, you know, well, he's luxury. He's just yeah. kind of a reset it. He's yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to go live, live this life a little bit again. And yeah. yeah, just for a minute. Just yeah. for yeah. a minute. And then he's like trying to always rewind and, you know, he's his family's maybe coming up to him and saying they're dissatisfied with him and he's just like... You know, rewinding a bunch mm-hmm. until he says the right thing, not really thinking about it, and then things go wrong, drug weird, yeah. under the influence stuff happens, things go crazier, something probably really tragic happens on behalf of his family that clicks him back to caring about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then yeah. as he's trying to fix that, that's where stuff starts to break down and he's got to confront this dreamlike kind of yeah. nightmare. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this I think is kind of general outline, if this is the case, then I kind of think we can't go quite as old as Martin Short, even though I'd love to do something like that with him. Because like you, you need to have someone who's young that we make look old for the outside of the simulation scenes. I kind of like it's an old guy and he's playing out all this stuff. Like he's trying to relive his high school days. I mean, I guess you can have two different. He's actors. a sixty-five year old man. Like yeah. let's let him be sixty-five. Because yeah. in his mind, he's sixty-five. Yeah. The everyone else they're acting to him. Like, mm. it's appropriate. Yeah. I mean, maybe we do a quantum leap thing where yeah. he's only young in the mirror and we just use other... Yeah. Oh, we could do something like that. Yeah, rather <laughs> you know. But, like, I think it, you want to make it or clear, like, it's CG completely ridiculous point. that a 65-year-old man mm-hmm. is trying to relive the high school uh, thing, yeah. right? He's, like, playing football Because he should have stuff. matured by then. Yeah. yeah. You know, he wants to be the star quarterback. Yeah, it'd be funny to you're 65. see. 65. That's kind of what I was going short. for, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And then he, like screws up and throws an interception and then he like hmm. pays credits oh let me do that again mm. and he just keeps doing it until it's like kind of willy-nilly he's not really thinking about yeah it. yeah like, yeah because he just thinks he's got he's just blowing time. through it and getting really caught up in it and then um, yeah completely neglects what his intentions were to begin with yeah if we do like the young and old kind of thing i think martin short and tom holland would work together as a yeah. young and old oh uh, right? yeah yeah a younger yeah. They're both about the they same kind of boyish size. <laughs> Martin Short and his boyish good looks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's I fun. think that's. Uh, I mean, we could sit here for hours and yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 apart, we just, but I think we got a yeah, at least a thing to hopefully. Uh, Who I mean, so what are some of the other? So one, we got to figure out a. We got to figure out an RV scene. I was just thinking, like the scene he wanted to recreate was yeah. On a vacation in an RV. Yeah. Yeah. And then... He just keeps uh, getting, like, reset into that. Yeah. We should probably also talk about, you know, beyond Martin Short and maybe Tom Holland, if we're going that route, um, there probably are some other characters that we need to cast. Mm -hmm. I guess Um, the AI voice that he talks to to, like, reset stuff. Uh, And even if they have... Dame Judi Dench. Because she can do it all. She, she can, can do, do it, it all. all. Um, um, we should probably cast uh, at least the you know adult version of his wife. You know. Yeah, the romantic interest that he wants to do things over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe that's different than his act than his wife too. I don't know. Yeah. Like uh, I think that could go a, a young ways. romantic. So a young actress for the romantic thing that he thinks would mm-hmm. improve his life and then you know who is his original wife yeah uh yeah and where is all his I'm children fine casting dame judy dench for all those she can, <laughs> she she can, can do, do it, it all, all. <laughs> i think you can for like a young like version that would be like appropriate to like tom holland maybe you're looking at like an anna kendrick Zendaya. or something like that <laughs> <laughs> i really like um and there was another movie with her in it, uh, and uh, that I watched recently, but I forget the name of it. But uh, what Brit Darling from uh, okay. Another Earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her. She's uh, big on the sci-fi stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. I think that. I was just trying to think of someone who's also short, like Tom Holland is. Yeah. But if you go opposite and just have, like I mean, a, she's like, like in a her foot 30s, taller. Though, and Tom Holland's yeah. like, I don't know, in his twenty, like twenty-one or something. Yeah, well, I mean, but Tom Holland just seems like so tiny. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I'm he sure plays a 15-year-old on yeah. TV. It's probably your size. See his size. Tom Holland is... He's 21 or 20. Maybe 22. Taller than me. <laughs> so I'm thinking for the guy who kind of runs the lab yeah. that's talking to Michael, or uh, uh-huh. Martin Short, is Michael McKeon as, okay. like, the lab tech okay. head of that yeah. business guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Tom Holland's romantic interest should be Zendaya. That works for me. Just, just keep it going. Just keep it, keep it consistent. Yeah. (laughs) There's, there's enough movies where like you know. I really don't know that many young actresses or actors for that matter. I mean. Yeah, I, I like the idea of Martin Short talking to a really young actress and making it Uh seem so, make it clear that this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not having it be like, you know, 
Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a kid now. No, you're still an old ass man. Yeah, you know what would be really cool <laughs> you know? if it's like if this was shot where whenever he's talking and we seen his kind of side of the story that it's Martin Short, but then whenever someone else is talking to him, it's um, it's Tom Holland. So like the computer's perspective of him. Mm. Um, is Tom Holland, but him the whole time. So it's like you basically do the whole scene twice yeah, yeah. with them yeah. and then kind of cut between it. So it's like you get a really good performance out of both of them. They're I like going men. all the way back to when he's like five and you got like this little tiny like Martin Short. <laughs> yeah, just the mom's holding a big Martin <laughs> yeah. Short. A Martin you just do that force perspective. Yeah. Kind of like... How Eternal Sunshine did it. Yeah, when he's getting bathed yeah. in the sink, just like that. Yeah. I do. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like when it's... Uh... Yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. I like that this. I, I think yeah. this is a pretty solid movie. I'd like it. I'd like to watch it. I think it'd be fun, yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool. So what's the name? Um... The Three Amigos 2. Yeah, <laughs> the six amigos. <laughs> six amigos, one amigo, one friend. Could be Tron, Tron three. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't have like a title card up front, and no one knows what movie they're gonna see at the very end. Yeah. It's like Tron three. <laughs> I like naming movies after famous movies. Okay. Uh, I like The Lion King. Yeah, that doesn't really um, work. So maybe we just call this Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys watched Hamlet too? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. I think we should think of a serious name for this movie. Um, um, if only so that I can name this episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. That's what you're going for. We're title of the podcast. Um, it's also uh, the... Um, the rules, you know, we got to come up with, uh, you know, a couple actors and then yeah. the name. Um, okay. Star Wars. <laughs> um, so what's the... Well, um, what's the name of the company? Yeah, if we have the name of the, name of the company? company, that's the name of the movie. Yeah, I think that that is, is true. Right. Um, and I wonder what... Uh, so, I mean, like... Do we want to be like super literal with the mm-hmm. with what it is? So like, uh, you know, do over or relive or yeah, I think that sounds like a that. little bit too much like a click. Yeah, I feel like I was thinking like a rewind kind of a thing, but yeah, I don't know. and I think a lot of that those names yeah. are probably already um, yeah, uh, probably hmm. already used. I know there's a movie called Andover, which is yeah. like Andover. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't very good. But what about was, there and back again? A Hobbit's a Train. A Hobbit's Train. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is going into... Um, oh. Go ahead. Straightforward. Straightforward? I like it. Right? That's, that could be a name of a company. You're going back and then straightforward. Okay. And then like you can it. have a logo with the weird, like, loop and a whoosh. It's almost like a Nike swish, but with an yeah. arrow dick at the end. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. I like that. Too. Just do it. <laughs> no, I like um, straightforward. Straightforward. I'm not going to come up with anything else better. <laughs> so. I mean, I was going to go with... Uh, what do you got? You know, life simulator that goes crazy and ruins your life, but... It'll just take the acronyms for all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about the Sims? The Sims. Yeah. Maybe this is the Sims movie. <laughs> the Sims movie. Yeah, I like that. It's the yeah, Sims, I like the that. Movie. Yeah, Sims. The nah, movie. there's a uh, there's a game uh, adaptation uh, card in there, so we can't. Uh, uh, you blew you blew uh, your Sims script on that. Uh, <laughs> How about Sims you later? Sims it, it's, it's just Sims four. <laughs> Dead cat? Wow. What's going on? My cat there? is freaking out. Well, as okay. they like to say, it ain't ever till the f- dead cat sings. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. So uh, that is, what was it? Straightforward? Straightforward. The, uh, the second the Black, episode. The Black Mirror episode, yeah. Of uh, 
of Script Prompt 2. Um, great. So um, if you like what you just heard, uh, subscribe on your podcast uh, thing and check <laughs> us out at our website, uh, scriptprompt2.com. Uh, you can email us at podcast at scriptprompt2.com. I think we'd be interested in receiving ideas for, you know, prompts. Another thing I'm interested in is receiving what you would have done with the prompts that we, that we got. And if we receive enough of them over time, we may, you know, read some of them on, uh, some bonus content. That sounds cool. Point. Yeah. I like Cause there that. was like, yeah, there wasn't a lot to go on there. We made a pretty damn good movie. Yeah. So you can email us, uh, prompt ideas, uh, and your personal script ideas based on the uh, the prompts that we drew today, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, if you really like us and want uh, more content, you can get our bonus episodes over at Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash script prompt two. And uh, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Is that your sign off? That's nice. a wrap. Finito. <laughs> bye bye now.